Welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we are here to bring you all the action from day five of the Nagoya Basho. Big day of sumo. It was huge as usual. This uh, Basho is complete chaos uh, in a different way from others. Every time around it finds a new way sumo to come at us and uh, this is unique. (laughs) Well, there's something about Nagoya, and does it have something to do with those weather conditions? It's a possibility. It's very, very warm in Nagoya at the moment. Not so bad when they kicked off uh, Makuchi today. It was 26 degrees Celsius, 79 degrees Fahrenheit, around 84% humidity, but it was a bit of patchy rain around. Although looking forward, uh, we're going to have some very, very hot days at the start of next Mm. week. Uh, I did read today that Japan's going through a bit of a heat wave. Yeah. Uh, 36 and 37 degrees Ooh, Monday. With that humidity. Monday and Tuesday, which is 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Goodness. Well, friend of the podcast, uh, Ben Marshman, will be in the Nagoya house for the next little while. I think he's bought a whole heap of tickets. So we'll get some uh, on-the-ground reports as to what it's like to sit in the Nagoya Stadium. I did read actually on Twitter for someone who was there yesterday that I'm not sure the AC is working particularly well. I thought that it, uh, well, I, I thought it didn't have AC. Oh, right. It doesn't have it at all. Okay. Well, that would explain the post saying it's very hot. And and the fans. The fans uh, not the only. people who enjoy sumo, but the things that they're holding to keep themselves mm. warm. It's well, actually- did Osaka have, that only had fans in the quarter, did it? Did it have cooling at all? Uh, well, it was cold when we were there. Yeah. Although it did heat up over the day, didn't yeah. it? By the end, it was actually quite stuffy. I in don't the... think it was air-conditioned. Um, but yeah, there's something about the Nagoya Basho with that backdrop of people with the fans moving. It's yeah. a very, very certain feel. Everyone looks hot and sweaty. <laughs> they, well, they certainly do. Uh, some bad news, though, as we were tuning into the sumo tonight, uh, is that Ichiyamamoto is mm. Kyujo. He's down in Jurio at Jurio 3. Uh, we saw, well, we saw a bout from day two. Just recently. Randomly. Yeah, we've been, yeah. we've been watching some random jurio all over the shop yeah. at the moment. It's but, been a busy um, few days. Yeah. He hasn't won any of his bouts so far, um, including the one on day two. And it's a left knee injury. And his Oyakata, Hanaragoma Oyakata, said that he doesn't know when he's going to, he doesn't think he'll come back because his knee's been sore for uh, quite a while. And, and the reason that Ichiyamamoto would want to come back, because at Jurio 3, mm. obviously he came down from Makuchi last Basho, uh, 0-15 will see him most likely slide out of that division mm. into Makushita. Um, it can be a long way back. I'm sure he'll be wanting to come back. I'm sure, I'm sure. And he will if he feels like he can. But, yeah, the uh, sumo we've seen so far hasn't been at all powerful in the knee department. So poor old Ichi Yamamoto. That's sad, isn't it? Sitting out like his hero, Wakataka Kage. Uh, okay, let's move on to the Makuchi bouts. First up, well, not first up, but the first one, I'll be talking about the dude, Ryuden, up against Hakuoho. Some slight changes to the taping configuration. Yeah, on you had Haku- the binoculars out today. I just did. getting in nice and close to the I know, computer you, screen. Yeah. <laughs> I had my face pushed up against the TV, really <laughs> looking. Uh, the lateral tape, big feature again. Again, it doesn't do much, but 
nice uh, horizontal line of tape. The other interesting bit of tape that I saw today was what I refer to as comfort tape. It was a lone piece of tape that just seemed to be wrapped around his bicep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's the, you know, mum putting the Band-Aid on going, oh, it'll feel better. Yeah. That tape's not doing anything. He's like, can you have, well, maybe he asks for it. He's like, this bit needs taping. And they're like, you know that. True. That bit there is not going to do anything. He's like, no, it will. It will prop up my bicep, you know. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. And he points and they tape. Yeah. yeah. Where he points, they, they tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when the bout got underway, it was all Ryudan. He had his hands on the steering wheel for this uh, bout on the belt. Hakuoho responded with the same uh, but it was all dude as he drove Hakuoho back. I thought Hakuoho, I'm really trying with that name. I'd love you're to just call him Ochi well. I know, you're doing very well. Commit, commit. Um, Hakuoho, I, I thought, showed some great defence here. But yeah, Ryudan shows himself as being superior on the belt and picks up that win, his first win. Yeah, Ryudin. a bit of a surprise here. Yeah, I think so. And it's interesting to see Hakuoho come up against a very experienced belt ricochet and just not quite make the grade today. So Hakuoho is three and two. So then I wanted to talk about Aoyama versus Shona Naomi because this is two really big guys coming up against each other. And every time I see Aoyama against one of the new uh, Makuchi Rikishi, I think that he's going to uh, stand in their way and that they're going to get a bit of a schooling. But it's just not happening at the moment. Shona Nomi came out on top, so that takes him to four and one. But, yeah, it was just able to get over the top of Aoyama, get around him and uh, push him back. It was a fairly easy win for Shona Nomi. Yeah, it was, and great to see. Well, uh, Shoma. Yes, <laughs> yes. The henkerer becomes the henker-e as Daishoho. <laughs> Did a big old hanker against Chiyoshoma. Love but, to see it. Well, I did love to see it, I've got to admit. Uh, Daishoho, though, uh, was a bit of a fight here. Chiyoshoma didn't go down easily, and the hanker wasn't at all effective, I think you could say, but it was Daishoho who uh, prevailed in the end to pick up his first win of the Basho. He's one and four, Chiyoshoma two and three. And look, I should say at this point that we flat out forgot to run the Chiyoshoma hanker competition this time around, kind of realised at the start of day mm. two and then, you know, a few people got in touch and it just uh, didn't quite happen this I, time around. I did actually, after this happened today, have a look at the terms and conditions of the competition mm -hmm. and there is something that could come back to bite us. So in the case where we don't run the competition and Chiyoshoma gets hankered, <laughs> Everyone gets a T-shirt. Ah, oh, there yeah. we go. So well, I'm, trying right to, I'm trying to keep it quiet because this could ruin us financially. That's uh, sumomonichi at Gmail if you want a T-shirt. <laughs> Let us know and be responsible for our financial ruin. <laughs> Gonoyama, we loved his sumo yesterday, his sudden activation on day four. I mean, I say activation, but he's won every single day so far. But uh, today he was up against Kodoeko and... Gonoyama was just on the attack again. It was such hard work for Kodoeko because Gonoyama just would not stop with the thrusting. His timing is perfect at the moment. There was a barrage of thrusts. And Noroa, he gets the hand right up in the throat of his opponent. And Kodoeko, look, he really took it. He's a 
stocky guy himself and he escaped, he escaped, he moved around the ring, but he couldn't keep up. His feet couldn't keep up eventually and he sort of slid to the ground. So another very, very powerful display from Gonoyama. I'll tell you what, I mean, the pace of this bout was what really struck me and every time Kodoweko seemed to increase the pace to stay out of his way, Gonoyama matched it. Yeah. Hugely entertaining bout. Gonoyama flying so far above the radar now. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I think he he's commanding all the attention of the, the radar operator at the moment. Certainly is. Uh, we had Hirodoumi and Takeyasu go up against each other. Takeyasu, he just looked completely unbothered. Yeah. You know when Takeyasu's in that beautiful touch where... He just doesn't look stressed. I love that expression that comes on his face where it's just like the eyebrows are slightly raised. The face is, it's not slack. It's just uh, almost blank, but he's just like, I am supremely unconcerned. Yeah, there's just a, there's an inner peace that we see with Takeyasu Mm. at the moment. And when we see him doing well, uh, it was pretty simple today. Just a bit of a forearm under the chin before a very clean pull down of Hirodoumi. Takeyasu, five and zero. Yeah, it's swirling, it's swirling. The swirling, the swirling. It's almost right in front of my eyes now. <laughs> um, I can't, it's distracting me from yeah. work, from play. But, like, I guess because there are a few other big stories going on, I mean, it's probably still too early for people to be talking Takeyasu. Yeah, for sure. And it's probably too early for us. That said, Vortex. Hirudumi, one and four. I mean, he's only Maikashira 7, but that will not stop me. Oho came up against Ura. Ura was pushed all the way to the edge by Oho. He looked really powerful, Oho, coming out of the touchy eye. Just hauled him back. But Ura, he loves being on the bales. That's his place to be. And he ducked low. This was like a springing motion, wasn't it? We see him do it quite often. It seems to be part of the plan, but I thought today... It was just executed perfectly. The way he uh, sprang back. Yeah, he drops to his haunches and it is like a spring. He doyoings up um, and comes back at his opponent, powering back at Oho. And Oho just is rocketed backwards, stumbling backwards all the way to the other side of the doyo. So complete movement across the whole Mm. space and steps out. So a good move from, uh, from Ura and it comes off. Yeah, I've got to say the last couple of days of sumo from Ura, I think, have been impressing me. I don't know. Yeah, has he won a few in a row now? Well, yeah, three in a row. So two a row. losses, then now three wins yeah, in a okay. row. Yeah, okay. Could be building something. Ura, three and two. Oho, two and three. Marquee, match up now. Oh, yeah. Asumiyama and Hokuseho. Was this their first time meeting? Great. I feel question like no it could. no actually it wasn't I, I oh no that's true they fought in um, well Asaniyama beat Hokuseiho uh, way back in Jurio not way back in uh, January they were both still in Jurio then they came up to um, Makuchi and in well they came oh, up yeah. at different times Asaniyama didn't come up because he was at Jurio twelve in January so March they didn't fight because Hokuseiho came up but in May. They fought and Hokuseiho beat yeah. Asaniyama. Um, and so they're coming in 1-1. Yeah. It was a really, really fascinating battle as they both got on the belt. And I wondered early on in this whether Asaniyama had made a mistake, but this is mm. his style of sumo. He needs to commit to it. 
What was interesting here is Hokuseho looked so mobile. Yeah. So strong. At no point looked like he wanted to slow this one down. Yep. Uh, and, you know, do that slow strategic sumo that he does. Overpowered Asanyama. Uh, and Asanyama just had no answers. He looked like he was just overwhelmed. He did. He did. When he first got on the belt, I didn't have a care in the world. I'm like, it's no worries. He knows how to get himself out of this situation. He knows how to beat Hokuseiho. But I was really flat out impressed by Hokuseiho's sumo yeah. today. Like you said, he kept moving. He kept uh, trying different angles and he didn't let Asanyama rest and he didn't let him get in a good position. And so I think it was really, really positive and fun to watch. I'll well, even give him that. Fun was, to watch Sumo from Hokuseiho. It was a great bout and maybe Hokuseiho is going to be one of these rikishi who just gets better as his opponents uh, or the opponents that he meets are higher skilled. Did that make sense in an English sense? Uh, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like as <laughs> yeah, yeah. his opponents get better, he is able to do better Sumo. Yeah. So I thought this was an incredible bout and an incredible win for Hokuseiho who is now... He's three, three and, and two. two, and also that's two wins for him against Asanyama yeah. in a row now. So May and July, he's triumphed over him, which has to be the start of a, you know, a bit of a, um, a push for him against someone so qualified and so strong as Asanyama. And Asanyama's Maegashira four, Hokuseiho's Maegashira six. They're both on that upwards trajectory. Mm. I think this is going to be the start of a great rivalry. Yep. Midori Fuji and Mitakuyumi. Now, why are we talking about this? Well, they're both uh, un... What's the opposite of unbeaten? Un, they're both winless. Unwinning. Unwind. And uh, so one of these two poor fellows was going to get a, uh, a win today. We were very keen to see who. And actually it turned out to be quite an interesting bout to watch. They locked up and from then on it just went and went and went on. Midori Fuji was on the belt. Mitakumi wasn't to start off with. He was in a bit of a weird position. It was like he was waiting to see what Midori Fuji was going to do. Yeah, it was very strange. Mitakumi had an early belt grip but then abandoned it. And then I feel like he fought for the next minute. It probably wasn't a minute. It was probably 30 seconds. Just resisting Midori Fuji's advances. Midori Fuji Mm. had both hands on the belt. But just through pure strength, he was able to resist. Yeah. It was Interesting. Well, actually, this bout went for over three minutes, so it probably was a minute. Mitakumi, he was upright for the whole time. He eventually charged at Midori Fuji, and I thought Midori Fuji wasn't going to be able to do anything, but on the edge, lo and behold, we've seen it before, we saw it again. He turned around and he flicked Mitakumi down. Mitakumi fell down onto all fours, and he stayed there for a very long time. I think that was because he was puffed, right? Well, I think it was puffed and I think he was emotionally broken. Yeah, do you think he was no, just I mean, upset? Look, to be 0-5 at Maegashira 2, given the form that he's had over the last few Bashos, well, let's say the last Basho, March wasn't any good for him. He was 4-11. and 11. But, you know, I think we commented last time that the 9-6 was very positive sumo from him. You don't want to start off with five losses in a row. And today it was so close. Mm him yeah just disappointment I think as well I mean they they had been going for so long and it was a bit of a struggle back and forth it wasn't movement for that whole time so I do do think he was quite out of breath but yeah disappointment from the big guy 
A lot of screaming from the audience. Everyone very into this bout. Uh, a lot of support for Mitakumi, but he couldn't pull it off. Zero and five. Midori Fuji, that's his first win. One and four. Okay, let's move on to Sanyaku. The first bout was Kodnawaka in at Komasubi up against Maigashira to Shodai. Kodnawaka, the touchy eye was very good here. Just crashed into Shodai. And there was a little bit of resistance from Shodai, but then it was one-way traffic from there as Kodnawaka followed up, got up and under the arms of Shodai and just took him cleanly across the bales. So for Komasubi, Kodnawaka, that's three and two, Shodai two and three. Yeah, Shodai just not doing much here at all, did he? Just uh, not able to find that power. Not today. Nope. Not today, Shodai. Wasn't his time. Hoshori, you up against Abi. Arby, we've seen him try a lot of different things at the Tachi Eye, one of which is the Henkar, and today he chose to bring it out. It didn't work. Hoshori did stumble forward, but uh, he didn't fall for it. He didn't go down. He didn't go out. Arby wasn't able to um, to force any win there, but he came round, tried to force Hoshori down by the head. Hoshori's got great balance, and he was able to bring Arby forward and around and crush him down. Uh, from behind, it was actually given as Okuri Hikiotoshi, which we don't see very often, the rear pull-down. Abi. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. I thought I thought this was a garbage hanker. This is the sumo that he does that I'm just not interested in at all. And to do it against Hoshori, I feel, is super risky. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as that happened, I was barracking for Hoshori to get the win here. Fair enough. My usual... Uh, enforced neutrality to my sumo watching. I let that go and I got behind Hoshoryu. We have used the word garbage about Abi sumo quite a few times. Yeah. No one can like this. Yeah. Not sure about neutrality when it comes to Abi. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Hey, I just call it when I see it. And I think as a neutral observer, this was hot garbage. facts. Uh, So Hoshoryu now, four and one. Yeah. He's under the radar. Mm, right, okay. Oh, yeah, he's building a campaign here. Well, I do admit that most of the um, most of the uh, focus has been on the other two Sekiwake, mm. I think. So Daesha, there's been heaps of talk about him. Wakamoto Haru, he's so popular. And so I, I think just by default, he's under the radar then. And then here, this achievement, I agree. I'll... I'll Probably couldn't have told you he was 4-1. <laughs> well, that's the definition. Arby with that loss is 3-2. and two. Up next, we had Giant Killer, Nishikigi. Yeah, the great man. Uh, up against Wakamoto Haru, and today he did it again. He beat Sekiwake Wakamoto Haru. Open with a left-hand belt grip that he let go of quite quickly, but not before he forced Wakamoto, to, Wakamoto Haru to take a backwards step. And then Nishikiki just has this way of letting the body come forward in quite a natural way. Yeah. It's not like he's bumping. Yeah, he I know just what you mean. moves forward. Yeah. And uh, suddenly Wakamoto Haru finds himself on the Tawara and uh, out. Yeah. Nishikiki somehow looks... Twice as big as he usually does. Just his chest is solid. He's coming forward with all the confidence in the world. He's occupying space. Wakamoto Haru, as he stepped backwards across the Tawara, he kind of put his hands up saying, I don't know what uh, happened there. Th- there's no there's no intimidation. There's no hype or speed or aggression from Nishikigi. It's just 
clean sumo mm. that uh, it's just working. working. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can really describe it. It's just working. And he puts another Sanyaku scalp on the belt. Yeah. Yeah. And his is, second uh, week, you were saying earlier, second week's going to be so much easier for him. He's doing all the Sanyaku now. Yeah, I know. And I know what you're saying by that. An easier second week. If you go into the weekend, you know, with one loss, yeah. two losses. You're right up there, right? You are right up there. And, I mean, really at this point, he's Maegashira one. He's booking a ticket mm. to Komasubi, I think, with yeah. this effort. I don't know how you do it, Nishikiki. If anyone has any ideas on how he's doing it, please write to us and tell us how. Yeah, I'm looking working. for insights. <laughs> I know. I like that. You come to this podcast for insights and we're like, can you tell us what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a two-way street though. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear what people think, yeah. actually. Meisei uh, versus Daesho. Always love to see these two fight. Today, though, Daesho was firmly into control uh, with almost the perfect win. Another day he had the perfect Daesho movements and today it was almost perfect. He pushed Meisei right back to the edge and out. So that's Daesho also with Hoshoryu now moving to four and one. So those two Sekiwake uh, moving together with uh, Wakamoto Haru one step behind. I wondered whether Meisei might give Daesho some trouble today. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not even close. No, there was nothing really there in opposition, was there? Oof. All right, well, that brings us to the final bout of the day. Maegashira won Tobizaru up against Ozeki Kirishima, who came back from injury yesterday uh, to make his debut on the doyo as Ozeki Kirishima. Well, he came out red hot. <laughs> yeah. This Tachiai was great, wasn't Yeah, it? like yesterday's Tachiai was good as well. Jumping off the gun, just really going for it. And he did that again uh, today, it's probably a good idea against Toby Zara to try to establish the upper hand early. Exactly. And he did that uh, and he followed it up with some high thrust. But Toby Zara somehow was just very malleable here. He withstood the pressure. Then he launched himself forward. At the same time, Kirishima probably made an error in that he pulled. Is that how you saw it? I thought so. I thought at this point it looked like he was pulling backwards. I didn't know whether his hand just went up to Tobizaro's neck and he just took a step back to give himself some space yeah. or if he was actually going for a pull. But then from there on, it looked like he was definitely trying to move him backwards or move backwards himself and pull Tobizaro forward. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if Tobizaro needed much pulling to encourage him because he generated a lot of forward momentum. Yeah. And this completely swamped Kirishima and... Tobizaru takes him over the bales. Yeah, this he was didn't really... want to go over the bales, did he? He put up a bit of a He thing. did. And, well, actually, yeah, we do need to talk about that. The, the defence he mounted on the bales, Kirishima, was admirable. And he's the kind of ricochet who can find his way out of those kind of situations. Yeah, I was kind of waiting, waiting for him to, I mean, it wasn't that long, but waiting in the split second for him to step to the side or the other side or pivot or uh, push back. Yeah. With his belly. But Tobizaru was almost doing smaller uh, ricochet bumpity there. He's At one stage, both his feet were up in the air. He was throwing his body at Kirishima. And actually, it was quite close. When Kirishima stepped back, Tobizaru also stepped out because he was, um, as his prop, the body that was propping him up moved back. So did he move forward. So they stepped out at a very, very similar time. And for a while, we thought that Monoe might be on the cards. Yeah, 
Yeah, it looked very, very close. I guess when we saw the replay, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. The call was good. So Toby Zari now two and three. He's beaten the only Yokozuna and the only Ozeki. He's dropped <laughs> the three to Sekiwake and Komasubi. How very so, Toby Zaru. How very Toby Zaru. And he'll have a, an easier week next week. <laughs> uh, Kirishima, after that loss, is one win, two losses and two days off. Can you take us through the leaderboard? I can. It's the same as yesterday on five wins. Nishikigi, Takayasu and Gonoyama. So the three leaders there from yesterday all won. But we had some dropping off the pack of four people on four and one. So it's worth reading them out yeah. now. It's Hoshoryu Daesho. Tamawashi, who yes. is under the radar. We haven't he's spoken under the about radar. him at all. He started off with a loss, but now he's he's coming good. Mm. Hokuto Fuji who we're just really enjoying the sumo of at the moment. Looking very strong. Shona Naomi and Endo down there at the bottom just achieving. Boy, there's a big pack under the radar. Yeah. Still in with the hunt. I mean, if you look at these top three, it, it really does show you that, well, if Takiyasu and Gonoyama continue fighting well, they will have to start fighting Sanyaku probably the weekend or in the early parts of next week. Nishikiki's going to be going down and just belting up yeah. The middle of the pack. Yeah, totally. It's going to be very difficult uh, for everyone yeah. around him, I think. Or he could start to lose. I mean, sometimes it's when you you let the pressure off a little bit, you think there's not in, as much competition that you fail. But then we were talking about it as we watched Nishikigi walk back down the Hanamichi. Oh, yeah. He just looks completely nonplussed. Yeah, he is not strutting around. No. I have to say that in any way, shape or form. He's not gesturing after his wins. He's not flaunting anything. He wasn't even walking with his tukebito. No, he's just walking by himself. Just wandering around by himself. And I think it's that energy that he's bringing to the doyo yeah. where it's, I, I think he's a very hard guy to read. Calm success. Calm success. <laughs> Two people right down the bottom. So with zero wins, obviously there are the people who aren't competing in this basho. Yep. But there's also Mitakuyumi and someone we haven't mentioned at all, Takanosho, oh. who... I don't know what's happening there. It's just starting to become a little bit distressing because he is not winning. He's trying. The thing that we know about Takanosho is that every time he seems to put his whole heart and soul into the bout, but the winds aren't coming off. He's falling down. His legs are crumbling. He's stepping out. Mm. I, I, felt, I felt today was particularly hard to watch. I mean, I agree he has put up some efforts and been competitive, but today he just got rolled by Myogiryu. Mm. And I think another, and I might be wrong about this, but another ricochet on all fours, mm. looking for answers where there are none. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I reckon that's it for day five. Thanks for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow for day six. See you later. Bye. Bye.